Episode 38 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I'm one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host, Paul Robinson. Hey, guess what? Today's episode mm-hmm. is brought to you by fucking nobody. <laughs> because we don't have any sponsors. <laughs> so, deal with that. Oh, man. Mother lovers. <laughs> You've adopted my aggression. I'm so yeah. proud. Oh. By the way, this is none of this is scripted. I had no idea you were going to say that, which is why I laughed. Well, I just realized I was like, ah, it'd be nice to have some sponsors. <laughs> you know, we don't have any. Well, we'll what are you going to do? We're on the cusp. I feel of getting some. Anything's possible. Let me you just know, just my headphones here. Okay. All right, so it's going to be a good episode. What are we talking about on this episode? I want to talk about this damn blister on my finger Ugh. when I burned myself this morning. It's all filled. Got to get with- rid of that pot. You know, it's, it's filled with juice. Get rid of it, and I want to pop it. I'm gonna don't. You got to let your body absorb. Someone told me that once. Yeah, you have someone, to let your body. Someone close to you, I think, absorb maybe absorb it back. Yeah. Okay. So in this episode, I think I would like to get it. See where we live. <laughs> Here's the thing. We're, we saw Captain Marvel, so we'll talk about that. Our film is officially casted, right. but we want to force you to. Listen to our show as long as possible. So yeah. we're going to save that to the end. Well, maybe that's maybe that's the part that people don't like, and they're like, "I, just, I don't care about movies. I just want to hear." I just want to hear about you, lovely people, and yeah. what you feel Seriously. about everything. Our movie has been casted <laughs> or cast, cast, cast. So uh, you know that's that's awesome. We'll talk about that, and um, yeah, and we're also going to talk about. See, where here's the other thing, right? Mm-hmm. Where we live, there's not a lot of filmmaking going on, but it is up and coming. So there are these tax incentives that we've talked about this before. Yeah. Yeah. So um I wanted to talk about it some more because we found out some more information about them. Mm-hmm. Well, it was the same information we always knew. Mm-hmm. Um but it well uh, okay, yeah. So well I'll just go over that really quickly because I, mm-hmm. I did want to get into um our, our actors. But it just it grinds my gears. It does grind your gears because I did I, I found like actual paperwork from from the sites that shall not be named. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, long story short. A website? Is that what it is? A website. A website. I've heard of uh, them. Long story short, um, when people talk about film incentives and, you know, oh, film up in Hudson Valley because it's so great for business and this mm-hmm. and that. And you yeah, get these yeah, tax yeah. breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but those tax breaks are only applicable mm-hmm. for productions $500,000 and over. That was a horrible whistle. Hold on. Let me do that again. That's a little that better. Kind of, all right. All right. Um, so, yeah. So that that had always kind of been a point that we made. Not that I didn't know this information, but I didn't have the exact numbers. I always kind of threw a number in the air, and mm-hmm. I was like, it's going to, you know, for people with a huge budget. Um, but $500,000. So a big budget. Yeah. So basically, those, you know, you, you get these, these tax write-offs or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Um, but it just proved, it was just proving my point. Right. Um, that this is this this is not something that we can utilize. People no. like us would utilize, right? Because you know we're not bringing any. We're not bringing really much revenue, and it's supposed to be it. apparently. No. But that um, doesn't mean that we can't benefit from the fact that what little you know, what little money that we can offer local people 
doesn't mean that it's any less valid. Yeah, but this is you again, I mean? again. Oh, and here, here's another fact. Sorry, this was kind of a, actually a bigger thing than than the budget because I always assumed the budget to be high. But yeah, um, it actually. Let's just say that our film was going to be six hundred thousand dollars. Let's just Shoot. say that we had access to that. Hold on. I can't whistle. No. Okay. Not into the mic. Come I. On. It was to the side. Back off. Anyway, <laughs> the bigger issue. Um, let's just say that we had the $600,000 budget mm-hmm. is that the location that we've already locked down would not, would, would, uh, not make us eligible because you have to film at designated film studios or, um, production facilities. Right. So even, even if we were bringing, because here's the thing, how many people can you fit in a six bedroom farmhouse? Right. right? So they look at it as, well, you're not hiring six. enough That's people. Well, no, I mean like during filming, like yeah, we're yeah. going to have 10 to 11 people there during the day, but yeah. at night that's people. How many people are you going to be able to fit into a six bedroom? Not many. So mm-hmm. this production is not going to be very large. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, you do have to like film. I think you only have to have filmed a day. So even if 90% of your scenes don't take place in New York State, if you have at least a scene for the day. If you film for a day, and then you're uh, eligible, eligible for this. So um, we film every day. We we would be filming four consecutive days, but it still doesn't matter because we wouldn't be bringing in enough revenue mm-hmm. um, because the location is so small. So they now they now they make that part. Well, it has to be in some big production studio, which you know. Now the production studio gets that business. So yeah. everybody that you rub this, I'll rub that. Everybody, on. you know, behind yeah. the scenes, and uh, and you know, we really wanted to start a indie film commission of our own. Okay, um, but we just don't true just indie don't film because like actual indie film, right? Actual super because that's one of the biggest issues, well, right? You need to determine what you. Uh, what you think qualifies as independent. Right. Well, the idea of independent film was a film independent of the studio system, right? Right. That was originally like, that was originally the concept behind it, but it's become just uh, another almost genre. Anything under a hundred, anything under a million dollars is considered independent. Independent, but it's not because it's still, you know, you look at a quiet place as a perfect example, right? Most people consider that an indie film, but when not. it was being shot up here, it was indie film, indie film, blah, blah, blah. But it's not. It had studio yeah. backing, the multi-million dollar yeah. um, financing going on with yeah. it. And it's like true independent film. I don't know. It's all about mo- money and budget range, you know? And yeah. it's not to just, it's not to say that, you know, that $500,000 films are inherently bad because they have that much money. Obviously, that's not the case. But, you know, they're... Those people at one point in their life were making five thousand dollars. I just movies. think it should be inclusive. That's fine. You can have the uh, this whole like you, if it's five hundred thousand dollars or over, then you are eligible for a nine point two percent tax break. Right. If your if your film is um, up to a uh, hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, then it's seven percent. If it's fifty thousand dollars, it's five percent. Right. You know, and if it's between a thousand and ten thousand, it's Two and a half percent, just something yeah. to say, hey, you know, we're going to give you guys at least a little break. It's actually, you know, the studios are backing up these other films. We're actually going by donations and our own money. Yeah. We need that break more than anybody else. Yeah. Like if because you have $500,000. We'll $500, more taxes than those exactly. big companies. 
which let us, if we can just detour for a second, we actually did our taxes oh, this Jesus year. Jesus Christ. It was um, a rough year. And, and I mean, it was a great year, but. Somebody had to, you know, uh, get his raise yeah. at his company, which threw us into yet another bracket of like, oh, you, you make too much money. Do we? Yeah. <laughs> Do we make too much you money? Make, it's that whole thing of you make too much money to for one thing, but not enough for it. You know what I mean? It's like that. It's that middle class. We, ca- we got. We got. We almost got annihilated in taxes, if yeah. not for write-offs on equipment and everything for the business. But we almost were going to owe close to twelve thousand dollars. Yeah. In freaking taxes, and I was about yeah. to pass out. Yeah. Uh, at, but at luckily, the tax place. I bought things. Yeah, we love when you buy things. Well, that, um, you know, hey, it's how it saved our lives. Yeah, but unfortunately, it's getting to a point it's, where it's like it doesn't it doesn't pay for you to make extra money on well, side yeah, I mean, gigs you know, and you, graphics and stuff. You do because, you side work. It's always you know you figure fifty percent. Yeah, put fifty percent exactly. Away for and and when somebody that I know takes jobs because they're cool that pays shit. Yeah. Then you have to half that, and it's it's not worth it when it's at the full amount, and then you have to pull the taxes out of that, right. and it's just not worth it. Well, yeah, unless you know you work a job and you make X amount, and then you're buying a specific thing for X amount, then it's a wash. If you do a side yeah, job and you make three grand, but you're buying three grand worth of equipment, then you're fine. You don't have a lot of t- you don't have a lot of time to constantly be breaking even every year. They don't like to see that. No, right. Well, yeah. yeah. You have to you have to be careful cuz you can't you can't lose money every year. Right. You know, yeah, exactly. But you know, you just play the game. You you make a profit, a small profit for 2 years and then you take 2 years and you lose money and then you make profit, you know. It's, it's just this fucking taxes are ridiculous. Yeah. I just can't. I had to just rant about that. Anyway, um so we have we we hit there was a bit of a snag. Mm-hmm. With a snafu, even a snafu, if you will, with casting. Yeah. Um. So we had our our cast call last weekend, which we talked about. Yep. The Following day. Yep. And during th- there were two actors that couldn't make it. Right. And one of them, uh, well, both of them, we were really like when we saw the audition, we were like, this might be the person. Mm-hmm. But then at the Saturday audition, there were people there that kind of blew us away a bit, and mm-hmm. we were like, oh. Now this is almost worse because right. now there's just too many people that we like for the same part. Although for for like Rosalind, we were set. Um, yeah. uh, Cat uh, Lindsay. Um, yeah. We already knew, like, I knew from watching the audition that I was like, yeah, the video audition. Was, I was like, was, I'm pretty sure this is Rosalind. Yeah. And we had the most responses for Rosalind. For Rosalind. And I still like nobody kind of everybody keep for up Rosalind with her. was great. It's just there's something about Kat that I just was so drawn to. It's just that it's that thing that I always talk about that I see in actors when it's just I just believe this person. Mm-hmm. Whatever yeah. you're saying, she yeah. has that. So she she kind of she kind of had it already. <laughs> but, yeah. And but then. Um, Towards the end, we started doing the uh, going through kneels, mm-hmm. and our last kneel, we were like, I especially was like, I'm pretty sure that's Neil, mm-hmm. and um, our other kneel got the time wrong and wasn't able to make it. Right. So we were like, oh. so we had we had a um, a Pam, someone that we didn't expect either mm-hmm. during mm-hmm. the audition. We're like, okay, video audition was good, but they did way better in person, and so. We're like, well, we can leave it at this and be happy with our decision, which mm-hmm. we would have been. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, or we can come back to the city and then just do an audition for the, See, those two people. It's the thing, right? Where what's the thing? It's it's where if if we didn't audition these people, mm-hmm. 
regardless if we are going to go with them or not. It's just, and now we know for sure. Yeah. You know, it's just having that, that uh, assurance that like, all right, we made, we saw everybody. It's not a case of like, well, you never get a second guess. Cause you know, I, I think it was a better call to, for us to be safe with that. For us to, to hold the well, second edition and know. we don't know these people. Like when it's people that I know, like um, we, we're going to be working with Brent Bruckner and, and Ryan Katzer again. Mm-hmm. Um, Katzer, Katzer, actually. Um, and I've worked, you know, we've worked with them so many times that I don't have to audition them for a part. I right. know like they, you know I already, yeah, I, and, I, yeah, I wrote Manny's part and I wrote um, Shane's part and it was just like, okay, like mm-hmm. I, I know that they can do this. But we don't know these people, so I need to. I want to see a video audition, and then I want to because there were some people whose video audition we were like that. But that's what happened. What one of the Neils we saw the video audition, and we were like, "That's Neil. Mm-hmm. Looks like Neil. Talks like Neil. Mm-hmm. Walks like Neil. Yeah, that's Neil." And then we did the audition, and it was like, "That's not Neil. That's not Neil." And then there were people in the video audition that were like, "I don't know." You think kind of on the fence a little like, bit, may, I, you know, they did good, but we're like, I don't know if that's Neil. And then, yeah. you know, they get there and you're like, whoa, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So yeah. it's important. It's important to have that. So we would like to welcome uh, Petra Dennison, mm-hmm. uh, Kat Lindsay mm-hmm. and Kieran J. Anthony yep. um, to the cast, as well as uh, Brent Bruckner and Ryan Kotzer. Uh, so we are cast yeah. with the exception well, of Celine. Which I may or may not have an actress for, but that can, it's, a, yeah, it's yeah. a smaller part, so I, I can wait a little bit. But our main cast yep. has been cast. Yay. So, um, yeah. That's check exciting. our check our Instagrams and stuff. We'll, we'll at them and whatnot. You yeah, can go check yeah. out their pages. Yep. Um, go but at them. Go at them. But it was just, uh, was it, we, we had a decision to make. The whole mm-hmm. drive home, we were kind of, I think we were just still in shock because we thought Neil was going to be neil and and you know we started like it, it was like a it was a tie yeah it was a, now we had a tie and it was like oh crap well because kieran came in and blew us away really kieran was very natural yeah and i liked him see the, the thing with me is i like to have to like your personality and that's why i like to meet people up front yeah because yeah maybe you know you you do great in the video audition but you have an off kind of personality that's not going to work we're living together for almost a week i mm-hmm. want to um yeah cat uh, had a very like she was super cool yeah. and i was like i re- you know i like her as a person then we met neil which was <laughs> kieran rather yeah. um and you know like we had similar um uh you just feel like you, you, yeah you can get along with them like you have a um uh, where our humor a, was kind like of chemistry sort yeah of. we had the chemistry and, and it, like i felt like i'd known that person for a while mm-hmm. and so i was like i really like his personality and he did really good and he, I believed him. So, mm-hmm. and then um, Petra came in and she was like super cool. Mm-hmm. And um, we did, when we went through our, our little uh, monologue there, it was, it's an emotional part. Um, and I just burst into tears and it was weird because I had this internal monologue and I'm like, why are you crying? Like, <laughs> relax. <laughs> like, why are you? Um, So she, like brought that out, yeah, and that was so important. Like as soon as I started crying, I was like, "She got the part." Yeah, we couldn't well, say anything to her. Well, that's the, the thing is, you know, and I don't know if I should say this on air. Is this oh, on air? Oh no! Is what are you going to say? It's just that when I even from the moment I saw Petra's Petra Petra, from the moment I saw Petra's, um, just not even the 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 
the self tape. When mm-hmm. the moment I saw her submit and I saw her reel, I was mm-hmm. like, I was already sold. Yeah. You know, but I don't want to go in. I don't want to just, you know, I got to know for sure, you know, just like like what happened with yeah. Neil. But from the moment, and then she sent the self tape in and I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know if I should say that from the beginning, but I wanted her from day one. You did. That role. You were rooting for her. Yeah. And I, I, we, she was one of the first people. She just, just, uh, I don't know. There was just something about her that when, when she, like in her role, she's very dynamic. You know, she, mm-hmm. she, you know, she could be funny and silly, but then also, you know, very sad and, and yeah. you know, she, I don't know. She's just very versatile, well-rounded, and I don't know. She's really, really good. Yeah. I like and that way, when, when she becomes uh, famous, you know, I can say, hey, hey, remember us? Um, Ow. Jeez. <laughs> Relax. Ow. That hurt. I, I can tell. Ow. Okay. Come on, manly. I also really liked her from the beginning, but since she was one of the first people, I was like, you know, okay, I don't want to, like, get stuck on just one actor. Mm-hmm. I want to... Um, but... But there yeah. was an, there was another person that I was kind of like lukewarm on, and then they came in and they did really well, did, and I was just like, "Whoa!" Yeah, I didn't even expect that. I so I almost so prefer hard. when people do badly because then I could be like, "Well, they don't work." Yeah, but <laughs> when they do well, you're like, "Damn it!" Now we got yeah. three people we like for one part. And it's never, you know, it's funny because every, everybody was so good. It's never about the acting. I mean, we all know this, right? It's never about the the talent or the acting ability. It's just about do they embody this character. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like you could be the best, you know, you you know. I'm going uh, I, I, to play devil's advocate here. All right. And I'm going to say that not everybody was so good. Okay, well. You're a very nice person. You're just, everybody's good at their own level. Do you know what I mean? Like. Whatever. There were some, <laughs> look, there's no, this is not a business to sugarcoat things, right? I'm not going to call people out and be like, oh, you sucked. Nobody was horrible. But there were a couple people. Not many in comparison, percentage-wise, um, but ninety percent of the people did well or very well, did great or well. Mm-hmm. And then there were a couple of people that really just didn't bring it, um, literally didn't bring it, didn't bring their sides <laughs> with them, <laughs> literally and figuratively dropped the ball, which mm-hmm. we did talk about. Um, and again, without naming names, I'm just gonna say, okay, I'm just gonna say, uh, fellow actors out there. Maybe like don't go on a bender, mm. like a drinking bender prior, like the night prior to your audition, because when you come in and we're in close proximity and I can kind of smell that old alcohol vodka sweat, mm-hmm. um, it's it's really frustrating, especially when um, you look the part yeah, and kind of rooting for you. And then that happens. Yeah. You're like, damn, because that there's that's one of three things, right? It's either a you went on a bender before an audition, which doesn't that's not good, because mm-hmm. like you're obviously not a hundred percent into it. B, um, you needed a drink to get through that audition mm-hmm. because you were so nervous. Okay, yeah. Which I that the, the confidence, yeah. right? That's not or C, you just you needed a drink to be able to get out of the door. And function. <laughs> Neither look. Hey, we, I get it. Alcoholism is sure. a disease for people, and it, it, they struggle with it. But like that is something you got to get in check prior to auditioning, mm-hmm. um, because that did happen. And I was super bummed because it was somebody that we were kind of like looking forward to, and 
I don't drink, so I'm very sensitive to that smell. You yeah. swore that they were high, kind of high, which is, and I'm really like, whatever. Like that. if you like, if you need to smoke a bowl to get through the day, you do what you got to do. But drinking to me is like if you need a drink yeah. <laughs> to get through your day. Uh, how are you going to do a four day shoot? Yeah, yeah. I'm not here I to judge, have a problem but if, if you know, people, if, so, if someone was high, I just, it just seemed that way he didn't seem high to me but i could smell the alcohol so i was like ah that's rough yeah so that was kind of that was kind of disappointing yeah but whatever we got our cast we're super excited Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm, now mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. next phase i'm kind of doing the final touch up you know that's another thing that i learned actually was going through the going through these scenes now you know the character now you know the people that are yeah playing i see the people that are playing it and like okay i know i got everybody and i know their personalities and so i had to rewrite right. one of the scenes because a little bit more yeah or, i was like give them more of a range because you can say oh this person is a great actor and i want to give them more to chew on well, i think this, it was yeah. more that like everyone had a fun kind of personality and they were easygoing and I felt like the scene was too simple mm. and I wanted to play more on people just sort of like razzing each other in that scene and so mm. I'm I'm rewriting it not because they didn't do well in the scene just because it was like all right this is it's when a, you see your like, scene played out yeah, yeah sometimes it's like you need to see that to go like you know what I actually don't I'm not feeling the scene as much yeah and I'm, I'm gonna change it so I'm actually changing two scenes now that we know who's playing them and all that. So that, well, that's that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that. So that's that. So, yeah. Um, that. So we'll, we'll put their links and stuff and, and please check them out. Uh-huh. And um, also. Um, yeah. 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 Cat uh, Lindsay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's her name. <laughs> that is indeed. Thank you for that. <laughs> it's been, listen, it's been, uh, it's been a long day for me. Um, so Kat Lindsay is on Indiegogo. She, she's our actor, but she's also, I think this is her debut directorial debut. Um, writing? I believe so. Um, I I know she wrote it, but I don't know if she wrote other things. Yeah. And it's called The Children's Corner. It's on Indiegogo. Kat Lindsay is her name. And she's asking for a really modest amount. I think it was like in the high threes. Yep. 3,700 maybe something like that. I think something like that. Which is like. We donated. Of course. What? What? Um, we couldn't give like as yeah, much as we'd like to because <laughs> we don't have I money for like our own film. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I so not just because oh this is our actor. I mean yeah we we saw it because we know who she is now mm-hmm. obviously. But you know we wanted to talk about it because I always appreciate those people that are are realistic and modest, especially mm-hmm. with debuts. We've talked about this before mm-hmm. about I've never directed a film before give me a hundred grand to make a give me forty thousand dollars why would i do that yeah you've never made a film before like you know show me what you can do first and so i thought that her her um asking amount was more than reasonable Mm -hmm. i really hope that um they make it well that she gets to make that well you know we're we're pushing it on our podcast so there's really no reason for it not to so be so naturally she's yeah. going to get seventeen thousand yeah. dollars because we have hordes of fan yeah. all 70 the people legions. all 57 to 70 people a week that listen what to is a us. group of gorillas called that would be our our right that would be I like guess. our 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 people our people <laughs> our people those are our fellas and ladies what is it what is it called i wonder who knows it's probably gonna be something stupid that we can't use you know that would be, oh, that would be really funny. I don't know if they, let's see. They have it. It's called a troop. 
A troop. Okay. Yeah. All right. A guerrilla group is called a troop, which consists of 10 to 15 members of a family. That's about about how many people, how many oh, fans it. we have. Uh, more than that. Including a silverback who is in power to protect and lead the family. So a troop, our troop. That's our troop. Yeah. The go guerrilla troop. Become a troop member. <laughs> troop members. Um, so one more thing that we found out. Oh, boy. Uh, we had talked about um, Smilf. Smilf. And our... We kind of weighed in our little opinion on that whole thing. Which, Uh, to sum up, were not good. uh, And very uh, displeased. It's been canceled. Yeah, Showtime felt similarly. I think I don't. I don't think Showtime gave really. Yeah, wouldn't have given two two hoots about it. But I think they just more so were like, "Oh, there's a controversy, and ratings are dropping." Because I know we stopped watching it. Yeah, I'm sure other people did. And that's the thing, right? Because it's just funny how how it goes like that you know if you're we are a fan of the show we thought the show was a good show you know i liked i'm not going to be a hypocrite and be like i heard what happened and i stopped watching the show we were already i think (sighs) through the first episode we heard the controversy afterwards but from the first episode of the second season i was like this doesn't feel like the same show it's tough to capture that magic again you know yeah it just didn't uh but it's funny how, you know, I shouldn't say it's funny, but, you know, you, you watch a show or you know a person and you find out something about that show or person or whatever, and then your views on them change. And then you retroactively look back at what they did as like, well, I mean, if that's how things were happening, then maybe it wasn't all that. I'm going to be honest. If the second season were as strong as the first or at least, the you know, the start of it, um, I might have continued watching, which probably makes me a hypocrite um after hearing the controversy if i was still into the show i you know it's not like i'm like oh who cares it's just like this is that thing where it's like you know it's the uh it's the tom cruise effect right i mean Mm -hmm. if you if you are going by the allegations that have been made against tom cruise and i'm going by the allegations yeah He's a fucking asshole. (laughs) If the allegations are true about what he's. Are we going to get a documentary in like 20 years about what he he takes part in and all, you know, then he's an asshole. And we actually, he's an asshole, as Paul would say. And, you know, why would I want to watch his work? Yeah. There is, you know, it's, it's that, that separation of that. You can be a complete jerk. Right. And still be talented. You could be a horrible person. Is it okay to like a song? Written by someone who's a horrible person, right? You, That's the. Are, are you jumping into the Finding Neverland documentary? Oh no! With I guess that? I was no. just using that example because you know a lot of people don't rewatch movies or whatever. It's songs yeah, look, are generally I, something you, you can't you erase visit that again. nostalgia. When so I hear if I Michael were to Jackson, find out that the architects were this oh horrible person, horrible group of people. That, that would suck for you because you got a would, fucking tattoo on your arm. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> but you know, but but that's my point. If I were to find out they were horrible, horrible people. Does that mean that I can't enjoy those songs? Right. You know, like it's a really tough thing to separating the art from the person, from the artist. Right. Yeah. Uh, It's just like, yeah. Well, uh, I I look at Smilf and then I'm like, oh, well, then, you know, I don't know about that. It's happening now. I don't know. You know, it's it's really tricky. Yeah, it didn't. Honestly, the allegations didn't kill the show for me. I felt like the show killed itself, to be honest. I didn't get very far. But it's about supporting somebody that. Right. That the, does that the, there is it's really there is that. And that's why, you know, look, I'll say, look, I, I I watched the show, the show, because this is the thing. It's it's an injustice to everyone else involved. 
right? When you have one person in a band, right, that does something terrible, that mm-hmm. takes away from all the efforts that everybody else in the band put yeah. into to say, well, I'm not going to support that band anymore. But it's not just about that person. Right. Smilf is you not had, just her. There's an entire cast and yeah. crew. There's other actors that put work into it. And that's not fair for and, me to and, blacklist and that. According to the uh, allegations, those other people were... Rosie O'Donnell defended the, the, yeah, the girl. Yeah, you know, like the sound and, person, the PAs, right. they, they had nothing to do with any of that. Right. So it's, it's, that's, that's, that's why. where it becomes tricky, right? Because it's like you want to support, if you like the show, you want to support those types of shows being made mm-hmm. and supporting uh, business um, opportunities for sound people and mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Really- I'm not going to poo-poo on the whole thing just because somebody kind of fucked up. Um, you done fucked up. You done fucked up. Uh, but when one person does something terrible and it's, you know, pretty blatant, then yeah. I, I tend not to support that person yeah. or their work anymore. Yeah. Um, there's a couple people that I've done that. It's a couple actors that I just, yeah. I hate and won't watch. And, you know, uh, no, I don't like you. Yeah. And you, you're not that good anyway. So whatever. Um, but, you know, I don't want to kind of demonize an entire show because that's so unfair to everybody else. Yeah, it is tricky. Um, but since we jumped on the Finding Neverland. Yeah. Oh, um, you were you were present for the second. It's like four hours, first of yeah, all. If you're thinking of watching half. it, spoiler alert. Ish. Um, you know, the thing is, I was never, um, I I know there's a big thing and that goes in, you know, there's been a lot of talk about separating Mm -hmm. the art from the artist with Michael Jackson stuff, but I was never a Michael Jackson fan. So for me, it's like, whatever, you know, obviously the allegations aren't whatever, but you don't, you don't like early MJ, like as a kid, what? I mean, dude, I'm very close minded when it comes to music. And it's not that I don't care about other types of music. I just get very single bind. I love what I like. Yeah, but as a kid, you weren't like that. You were a kid. There's no way you were like. I always liked heavier music. Always. When you were five and six years old. Yeah, man. You're such a fucking liar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sure. I don't remember listening, but it it didn't have any kind of impact on my life. So that part of separating the, for for this case specifically, separating the artist from the artist is like. I was never much of a later MJ fan, Mm -hmm. um, but as a kid, I listened to a lot of Michael Jackson and I love a lot of his songs. Mm -hmm. So regardless of, of the allegations, um, you can't pull that nostalgia I, I, I'm able to separate that, right? right? Like that's a performer that in, in that song, that's the performer and all that. And I'm not going to be like, I'm never going to listen to this song again. Those are really nostalgic songs. I, you know, there were good times for me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, but as a person, you know, and, and we were talking about this before there's, we have to grant the same um, consideration to victims of sexual abuse and especially men as we do to rape victims we say well we should believe rape victims well then you should believe people that claim that they're molested uh that's a slippery slope though right because innocent until proven guilty some people lie unfortunately mm-hmm. um and again nobody we nobody was there except for them we don't know but let's just be honest here no well-rounded like mentally sound grown man brings children into their bed and and just seeing by his manneris, mannerisms and persona, most people would say, well, he wasn't the average grown man. He had this sort of uh, naivete about him, if you will, and he was very childlike. And that's great. Um, you could be childlike in personality. But I'm very you, childlike. You you're childlike in the brain. Yeah. Um, but he was child. Parts are funny. He, <laughs> he was childlike, but he was. Um, 
not childlike in the genital area, uh-huh. right? So you can right. be like, oh, you know, that's still a grown man with a grown sized penis and pubic hairs. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a man and that's a child. And uh, I place just as much blame on their parents. And I was kind of relieved to see, again, spoiler, at the end of this documentary that it that they were not actually conducting this interview beside their parents who they were totally cool with mm-hmm. because it's like how do you what yeah you know like i don't know how a parent that's, um, yeah, that's just a- goes like sure you could sleep with my kid in your bed yeah. and across and and mind you this isn't like a two-bedroom condo we're talking about uh, i don't know a 20 bedroom mansion ass, yeah. where you are literally not, on the other side all right and it's not taking anything away from what he did what he may what he allegedly did obviously but you know it's like, no, the, it's like the kevin it's spacey equal thing responsibility. right like what is a 17 year old doing at a hollywood party right you know that doesn't mean that Kevin Spacey not, is any less. He's of not a off the hook whatever. at all. Yeah. Like at the, but at, it does it does raise an additional question. At the, it it's like a pyramid. Anything. All right, it's like a pyramid. Yeah. And at the top of that pyramid, you have his actions. Yeah. He will have to be. He's held accountable for that. He's the person who's at fault. However, there's sort of that foundation that that person needs to have in order to be successful at what they're doing. Right. And those parents literally and got on all and fours. Par- and his parents <laughs> being on the other side of the house. Yeah. And, and it's you getting on all fours for them to step on your back you and get up there. If, if when Jared was, I don't know how old these kids were, five ish. No, one of the kids, well, one of the kids Eighth? was quite young. Oh, I think he younger. was like, he was like, maybe like five or six, but then the other kid was there's a no, bit older. The point is, is when Jared was young, there's no way I would, that I would allow him to sleep in a bed with a grown man while I'm sleeping on the other side of the house. That's just weird. But it's like, why is a grown man literally becoming best friends with children? Yeah. That's not normal. Yeah. Not in like a Mr. Rogers kind of way either. It's just not it, it, it psychologically on the yeah. mental plane of things. That's not normal and it's not appropriate to have. He was sending like like a hundred faxes a day. Yeah, because you know you have to remember this is the this is the nineties. Yeah. You know, so this was before texting and all that stuff. And so he'd got them like a fax machine or something. It was like sending faxes. I miss you and I love you guys. And you know all this. That's just bizarre. And I want like how did he have time for anything else? He seemed to be completely obsessed with these children what, and so spent every waking those, moment. Do they have those faxes. They showed stuff? them in the documentary, oh, well. and they had the the voicemails that he had on that they had from the the machine oh, of well. of the pet names he gave them and Mm -hmm. you know in his really soft childlike voice Mm -hmm. i love you and i miss you and you know that there was you have to be in some serious denial to not at the very least be able to admit that he was inappropriate right in his obsession with children yeah you can love children and not have them in your bed yeah my is my point right and so again not taking the blame from uh, the blame away from him but i feel like the parents were starstruck Mm -hmm. and they were living nicely they were Mm -hmm. getting to go on trips and flying in private jets and staying at beautiful hotels and getting cars or houses or whatever that they were getting and uh you know that was the meal ticket yeah so you no (laughs) just like uh, and, and also this whole, like, uh, Corey Feldman and Macaulay Culkin, 
um, saying that that they were never accosted by him sexually does not mean that he did not do that to other right. people. You guys were right. already established. The two things that the the two um, just because somebody doesn't kill me doesn't mean they're not a murderer. I, well, yeah, we were just my my point when we were talking about this earlier was that you know every murderer had people in their life that they didn't murder. Yeah, even serial killers are married yeah. with children. Okay, and they, yeah. they they have families and would go out and murder other people. Yeah, like right. that doesn't to say like, well, he was around kids that he didn't molest. Well, congratulations, but he can molested. He, you know, it's possible that he molested these two kids. And um, also, they were already established in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. That the one thing that these two kids had in common uh, was that they were trying to get their foot in the door. Yeah, and obviously, if this is all true. He used that to his advantage. Yeah. He used the the whole, you know, um, stage mom yeah. helicopter scenario, parents, helicopter yeah. parent to uh, to take advantage. And they were naive and stupid. And they let their kids, uh, you know. <laughs> Crazy. They, they, they left their kids at his disposal. And uh, so, yeah, it just, yeah. Yeah. Even if you don't believe that he did the things that they described you have to at the very least be like that's kind of weird yeah that's kind of, that that's not i think it's be it's just it, when free, you like, can't and and look i'm not offering excuse excuses for michael jackson but you know this is this is a common thing a lot of times with uh pedophiles and things like that you know mm-hmm. you've we've all heard the rumors of how his father was abusive and he didn't really have a childhood he was pushed into show business and and was successful and yeah. he was very talented so they weren't, you know, there was no way he had an out on that. All and right. once you're that famous, what normal job are you going to work? Yeah. Out of the Jackson 5 and all the fame that they had, you're just going to start working at an Arby's? I don't yeah. think so. You know, so. They got the meats. <laughs> you know? Um, so I just, you know, it's it's not an excuse. It's just, I, I get that he was a troubled person. Yeah. Um, But it's just not, there's troubled and then there's like, this is, this is weird. When you have, um, he had like sensors in the ground and the hallway that would ding so he could tell if somebody was walking towards the bedroom he was in with the kids. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh. I got to watch that first part, I guess. Yeah. So... And that's a fact. That's a that's a known fact. Uh, that's not well, just what you know. I don't even remember. I think it was one of the guys when, that was telling the story that you know he was in the room so he could hear it. Uh-huh. Um, but I think also one of the cooks or something like that had might might have reported him for like inappropriate. Because he he had allegations brought up against him like twice, right? Twice. I think so. There was a, well, he had paid off a couple kids or families or uh-huh. whatever. I think it was like ten million, ten million or so, something like that. Um, during the initial allegations, these allegations are coming after the fact. After well, he's these passed, ones, but there, there these was, two guys, there yeah, was one prior. that came out when he was yeah, still alive. Prior, yeah, and yeah. The, and the guys in this video had testified at those trials, oh. saying that he had never done anything to them, but they were still young. Yeah, yeah, like they were young. You know, I don't know. I think maybe 14, 15 years old, or you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, and they at that time they were actively still being abused by him. So like. They've grown up with this guy. They trust him. So, yeah. of course, they're going to... I hear people like, you testified. What? Are you kidding me? Yeah. You're going to... You're going to... If young. you listen to the story, it's a minor who got... Who's groomed into telling this narrative. Mm-hmm. You can't go by that. You have to yeah. be really stupid if you're you're going to hold like a freaking 15-year-old or 14-year-old. Their story, if they are being abused, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Not trust. Yeah, there's a reason that 
at 14, you don't have, you know, you don't have all of your faculties, right? Or all of your, you're an idiot. You're mature, <laughs> you know, 14 year olds are like all over the place. Yeah. Like, I mean, not, not to say that 14 year olds don't know the difference between right and wrong, but when, you know, if we are going by the accusation, they had, been, they had been groomed the for so many stuff. years yeah. by him that of course they're going to lie on the stand. Why wouldn't they? Yep. He's saying that, you know, he was going to go to jail forever and that's, they, they wanted him in their life. So, mm-hmm. and that's normal to them at that yeah. point when you've right. been abused that you long. Grow, you've grown up. Yeah, yeah. They don't really know. They, they know it's a secret, but you don't know the deets. They hadn't, hadn't quite gotten to that point yet. So anyway. Yeah, we went off on uh, MJ there. <laughs> well, that, everybody's been talking about that. Yeah. Uh, that documentary. So there's our, there's our thoughts. And and my final thought on it is watch it. And I don't care if anything, if, if topics regarding children being abused makes you upset. Because if you can watch Making a Murderer, if you can watch crime shows where people are like raped, murdered, sodomized post-mortem... That you're cool with. This is the greatest show. Yeah. About this guy. The Ted Bundy tapes came out. Did you watch that? Yeah. Did you watch? No problem. No problem. About people being murdered and mutilated. But it's like, if it's a story about kids being molested, it's like, I can't watch that. Mm. As a survivor, I understand that. Yeah. But if you have not been sexually molested, you need to watch that. Yeah. Because this is part of the, the issue. Yeah. I'm right. gonna, I'm, I'm going to, I'm getting, I'm getting real. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's you're that that's just it's a hypocrisy that i think is very dangerous yeah it's very very dangerous by saying well that's gonna upset me i don't want to watch it well you know who it's especially upsetting for the people who got molested yeah, so <laughs> maybe uh you know don't ignore that and and learn about what's going on there mm-hmm. i think it's the least that we can do and rant yeah well this is a heavy episode Oof. this one Oof. i feel it yeah i can't pick it up I can't. It's, it's going to take forever to upload. You know what I'm saying? It's like all those weights you tried to cram into one hand yesterday. Ooh, I did, though, didn't I? Because I'm a man. You are. It's a lot of heavy breathing going yeah, on there, my sir. My arms are still sore. So. Yeah. So that's Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Marvel. Well, Marvel is, is, yeah, anyway. I don't know. Whatever. Much, yeah. So what? So you are less of the person that is more interested in these movies, mm-hmm. sentence mm-hmm. structure. Um, what did you think of the movie? Um, I I want. We just came from it. I was one of those people after the whole trailer thing, and people like, "Oh my god, she's not smiling!" And that, that, that. I was like, "Now I want to watch it even more, even though I don't even want to watch this." But now I want to watch it because you're being ridiculous, um, and. There were, um, I don't know, there was there was a lot of hate. It got a lot of hate because yeah. people were just like, who the hell is Brie Larson? I don't like her. Um, She's awesome. I love Brie but, Larson. But yeah, then uh, um, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, everybody kept bombarding Rotten Tomatoes to try to tank it. Mm-hmm. It's like... Get a life. Yeah. <laughs> like, make any sense because... You got too much time on your hands if that's uh, what you're doing. Um, I thought it was, you know, I had only, I don't know a lot of, or really any of this backstory, because I'm I'm not really into it, as as anyone knows that listens. Mm-hmm. I'm not big on the comic book stuff. But my only issues with it, one issue that actually had to that that's important was that I would have liked if um spoiler. Oh, I would have spoiler. I would have liked I'm and I'm not really getting into too much detail here, actually. Yeah, I'm, not to get uh, too yeah, I'm, I'm actually not going to I'm not gonna give any details, really, but it kind of just starts 
Yeah. The film just kind of starts. And I'm normally a fan of that when it's a short because you're like, we got to get going. Like, just start the story already. But this I would have liked if there was a little bit more going on before this major thing happens to mm-hmm. her. Um, I, I just felt like it kind of it got kind of rushed. Uh-huh. It's like a, a lot happened in the first 10 minutes of the film. So I would have liked just a little bit more. My other two issues are so non-issues, but one of them was particularly, I, I rolled my eyes so hard, I could <laughs> see my spine, was during, and like, you know, the epic Marvel fight scene. Well, one every, of them, yeah. Yeah, well, there, you know, there's always a, a few, but during one of the epic Marvel fight scenes, somebody was like, okay, we want to have music over the scene. And I'm thinking, no doubt, I'm just a girl. Yeah. And then a bunch of other people went, good fucking job. (laughs) That's a great choice. Why would you pick any other song than a song that so blatantly describes exactly what we're looking at in the most cliche manner possible? Sure. Yeah. Everyone cheered. They had some donuts and they went on with their day. I am sitting in the theater going, Mm -hmm. what's happening right now? (laughs) Why am I listening to I'm just a girl? I know that she's a girl in that world. I can see her on the screen in a world as a girl, woman, whatever, fighting. Yeah. It's unnecessary. It is completely unnecessary to put something that blatantly cliche on at a moment while she's kicking ass. Yeah. That defines female empowerment. It was such a corny move. And then ending it with whole. Yeah. Another band that I just can't with. It's set in the nineties. It, it's in the nineties. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But no. Yeah. No. That when that Gwen Stefani, no. when her voice came on, I just as soon as I heard that, I was like, "Fuck!" I'm gonna. I honestly didn't even pay attention to what was going on in the scene because the whole time I was like, "I can't believe they put this song on this scene. I cannot believe it." Yeah. It's every any amazing thing that may have been happening effects wise was lost on me because my brain was trying to contain itself. Yeah. Did not like that music choice at all. Didn't ruin the movie for me, but Magoo. Yeah. I didn't like that. I thought she did great. Sam Jackson did great. He mm-hmm. was the least Sam Jackson-y I've ever seen him, actually. Yeah. I was expecting him to Jackson out. Yeah. Um, he was pre he must have like taken a, taken like a like a Benadryl or had some like chamomile tea before each take because he was a mellower version. It still worked, but he was a mellower version of Sam Jackson. Yeah. I thought that they worked really well together. They had a nice chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. I have no complaints. I I th- I was entertained. Yeah. I yeah, so I am a bit more of a Marvel fan than you. Yeah. But I really enjoyed it. I thought it was top shelf Marvel. Mhm. You know, not the best one, not even close to the worst one, you know, obviously. So it was really What's the uh, best one for you? You, you just that Avengers shit. No, I, I think Winter Soldier is probably my favorite. Winter Soldier, I like Civil War a lot as well. Um, Civil War had some really interesting, uh, th- interesting things. Interesting. Uh, I, I guess I'd have to go with Civil uh, Winter Soldier. That's everybody's favorite. So I don't know. There, it's all just one big movie. It is right. It is this one though. This one's really, really good. I, I love Brie Larson. She's a badass. This uh, one didn't feel marvelly to me. Like it did in the obvious, like, oh look, yeah. the costume and Well that's the thing, the parts of it flying that, in space. that were more about that I, I wish the story I wish the it focused more on her. 
mm-hmm. instead of her story in this world. Mm-hmm. You know, um, pre 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 Marvel powers. powers, yeah. Where like I'm trying not to give too much away, but the way the story is structured, like you said, it starts off, and then we learn what's going on through flashbacks. Through flashbacks. Which is a fun, like, I don't have a problem with that as a storytelling device, but, you know, so there's this one, this isn't spoiler either, but there's one scene where she's fighting people or things or whatever, and they (laughs) just growl at her and and attack Uh her, and then she growls back at them. Mockingly. Mockingly and punches them, and I thought that was so irreverent and and so refreshing to see in a character. Mm -hmm. I really wish that they played more on that, because I would have loved to have seen... And not that she was typical, like a typical girl in any way, but I would have loved to seen like a, a a take like that of of somebody who was. I mean, she was. She was she kind stri- of irreverent. She, she was kind of like that. She strikes me as a person that is probably a bit more um, rebellious and irreverent. Um, and stuff. No, like, I was going to say she seems like she's a bit irreverent. more silly. Yeah, um, and this is this is something that I've always said is that like if you're gonna if you're gonna get if you're gonna be front and center. In, in in comic book movies as a female character, then you're either evil, angry, and jaded, mm-hmm. or you're you're flighty. Yeah. And you're you're in love with love. And I don't have to say where that's from. <laughs> okay. It's all about love and love. I love love. Yeah. Or you're like, I will eat the earth with its children. <laughs> yeah. But there's never a middle ground. There's never you can never be sarcastic. We all know that people hate to see funny women. That's like, yeah. especially the haters. It's like women aren't funny. Well, because you refuse to like you're so intimidated by a woman being funny or something. I don't yeah. know what it like what the problem is. There's lots of funny ego. women out there. And it's all ego. you know, that kind of silly type of thing i would like i would love to see that in in a female character it's not even silly i mean it's a little bit i guess it's, well look at venom like tom hardy's character was a he was a bumbling idiot when yeah. he wasn't venom but you look at like um uh, uh iron man right robert downey jr's take on iron man is very sarcastic and mm. and everything and I, I almost wanted her to be similar to that but not like a rip off her own take I on can't- it but like just that moment. I don't know. There's just something about that moment. I was like, yes. This is yes. where that smiling thing to me was so funny because I can't think of a Marvel character more monotone and boring than Tony Stark. Yeah. I know that. Every, and listen, I love Robert Downey Jr. I think he's phenomenal. He's an amazing actor. That is my least favorite character. Yeah. I feel like that character... He just rolls out of bed and is like, just turn the fucking cameras on. Yeah, of course. He doesn't even have to try. It's not hard to play that character. I'm not saying like, oh, because it's so easy. I don't think for him that that is a challenge right. at all. There's, It's just like this one-dimensional, witty, you know, you're going to get the same sarcasm and dry humor and wit. That's Tony. There's nothing endearing even in the slightest way about that character and no one seemed to have a problem with that no one was like you know what tony stark doesn't smile enough he doesn't well, donate to charities I, I liked i liked that but i feel like sh- they, they could have taken a, a character type like that and taken it to uh, a, a much more uh, gr- uh they could have flushed that out more with her mm-hmm. character because i feel like Brie Larson as a person, you know, after seeing some interviews, she kind of is a little bit like that. You know, she's kind of like funny and witty. And yeah, she's not super whatever. serious or yeah. anything. Um, 
And I feel like they could have played to that strength. You know what it is? And it, because... would have, it would have made the character not like every character. It's like every hero has to be like this perfect kind of like, yeah, whatever. And it's like, well, maybe they're not like that. You know, having these different dimensions of people, like the shades of gray that we all have. I just kind of respect that Brie Larson is unapologetically Brie Larson. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we when we had the guys in here from Steady Geek and we talked uh, to Blake, who had, you know, mentioned that like she had kind of not wasn't playing ball with the interviews and stuff like that. I don't know. There's a part of me that loves that. That's because I think people take this shit way too seriously. It's Mm -hmm. a movie. Yeah. That's it. It's an adaptation of a comic book. Yeah. It's a movie. Get, you can lo- you can be a fan of some. I hate people like, oh, you know, comic book nerds and cri-. look. That's what makes you happy. If that's your joy, great. But you you have to draw a line. This is not real life. You know, get, you, get, you like freaking relax. Yeah. You know what I mean. And so I I love that about her that she's like, no, I'm not Captain Marvel. I'm freaking Brie Larson who played. I got not paid, real. I got paid to play to play Captain Marvel. Yeah. And, and you do your job when the camera's rolling. And I understand that part of the the um, advertisement for that is that you have to like do these you know shows and yeah. appearances and all that, but. You know, that's not her personality. I still think that she did her job in the film. That was the other thing, too, is she had she had some nice uh, character moments, too. And I don't know if it's like they, they the if it's on the directors of saying we need to give time for this character to breathe and, and give her time to be emotional. But there are certain moments that I thought were very, very nice moments yeah. acting wise and stuff. There's this one uh, scene that takes place outside of a. I don't know. It's just outside in the grass or whatever, mm-hmm. and it, it was, the lighting was beautiful. It felt mm-hmm. like that quick moment there kind of felt like an indie film with an alien. Um, <laughs> um, it was a nice moment, and there was a you know there's moments where, and so I don't know if that was the director saying we need this moment or if she's just that good where she can be like I only need one take. I got yeah. this. Yeah, and by the way, um, Sam Jackson's was character was actually quite funny. The writing yeah. was really good for it, and Ben Mendelsohn's comedic timing. Yeah. You don't get to see that a lot because yeah. he's usually like bad, Super bad, bad guy, all yeah. the time. Um, and this character was, you'll see it, it's di- its just different. Yeah. Um, it just worked really nicely. I yeah. thought it, without being corny yeah. and insulting this to your intelligence, of, you know? This is the type of film that I can see within like a couple months as I think back on it, I could like it more and more. Probably, You know, if, yeah. I, if I went to see it again, I probably would like it more. By the way, there was somebody that was like a couple steps ahead of us online that were like, yeah, we're going to see it again tomorrow and then yeah. again on Tuesday. And see, those people, I'm like, listen, you need to relax. Yeah. Because, you know, we go three times in case we miss something. I'm like, just open your eyes when you're watching it. Yeah. You know, get off your phone or something. Pay attention. If you yeah. didn't get it after the second time, you got to watch this three times. Yeah. Like in a theater. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> And I just want to shout out, I don't know the yeah. guy's name, but I want to shout out, awesome. shout out, shout out. <laughs> there was this group of, group of guys in front of us. Yeah. But actually they were quite older. I thought they were younger. I thought they were younger too. And they were, they were, they were like, they kind of had gray hairs already. Cause there was the type of people that the group of people you're like, oh, are these fucking people going to be annoying during the movie? They're going to be loud, but they weren't. They weren't. They shut the hell Ironically, up. it was the couple next to us with this cackle. This woman had a laugh. I wanted to take my shoe off and just hit her in the throat yeah. with it. And, but like, you know when somebody laughs way I'm too hard? I'm really tolerant of that stuff. That should never bother me. When somebody laugh laughs harder like, than anyone should laugh, it, it was like such a yeah. mundane, simple joke that this <laughs> woman like, lost her mind yeah. on. Yeah. 
You could hear her through the, I mean, she was like hyperventilating in this high-pitched cackle. And I just went like, shut the fuck up. It wasn't even, do you, no one else is laughing. <laughs> like, you're still laughing. It wasn't that funny. Yeah. And so this group of dudes in front of us, it was the end, you know, there's always something at the, the end of a Marvel yeah, movie. End, always, end always. And <laughs> so this thing happens, which is like this epic thing, you know, yeah. for, for the, the the Marvel fans and all that. And he gets up and he screams, six weeks, six days. <laughs> it, was, it was so good. Oh, my God. It was so good. And I have to say, as a person that this isn't a thing for, I always enjoy watching other people's enthusiasm for yeah. something because it's, he's they, not, it's genuine it's for them. True, exactly. He's not trying to be obnoxious to everybody. No. He's just fucking pumped. He was so fucking <laughs> pumped. <laughs> I have and never I, seen a man I appreciated in the hell probably out of his so 50s yeah. who was kind of like, because, you know, it's hard to tell because people get talky before a film. And yeah. they were kind of talky, so I'm like, oh god, are they going to talk? Yeah, that's what I th- yeah. Quiet, except yeah. on like on the parts that people would react, they reacted yeah, yeah. right, and so it was like, okay, that's funny. And then when he threw out six weeks, six days, with such conviction, yeah, I was like, I I think that is hilarious, <laughs> and that just added to this experience for me. I just wanted to high five them. They were and and they were clappers, which I appreciated. Yeah, not a lot of people are now. I yep. don't get it. Um, so yeah. I thought it was... I, there was a couple of applauses during the film. There were. Especially at the beginning, which you'll see. Yeah, there was a thing at the beginning, yeah. and you'll understand, obviously. And there was a whole bunch of clapping and woo-hooing. Yeah. And Woo-hoo. I thought, you know, that's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. It's when people... It's like when they get when they become keyboard warriors, and they're like, you ruined Star Wars! And I'm yeah. like, shut up. It's just a <laughs> movie. You don't own the franchise. You have absolutely no stakes in this. <laughs> like, I don't know what is going on in your life that this has got you this upset. Um, but I, I thought it was. Uh, I thought I thought it was. It was a good film. I was yeah. entertained by it. Yeah. I don't know that that I would watch it again, like purposely, because with these types of movies, I'm generally like, all right, I saw it, but I'd I wouldn't it, like yeah. if it was on, I'd. I wouldn't mind seeing it, I guess. Yeah. I wouldn't put it on myself, but like, yeah. I, I thought she did a really good job. And, you know, to, to the haters, they just suck I just it. wish, yeah, I just, just really wish it. they structured the story a little bit. Because it's the way they structured it, it's like you're finding out, you're going on this journey and finding out more about yourself. But now like, you understand why I don't like watching any of like, the Avengers. But it's like, I already know the, sto- the story. So let's see, let's develop this character more. Yeah, but that, know, what's different that between that and all the big explosion Avenger? Uh, nothing. Nothing. There's never, nothing. this story is like nil in those movies, which is why I hate them. It's basically yeah. two hours of people running in slow motion in the air, flying through the air and explosions. That's what those movies are for me. There's no narrative. It doesn't matter what's going on around them because at the end of the day, here's what's going to happen. They're going to think everything's all right. It's not going to be all right. They're going to think they could make it all right. Oh my God, we can't make it all right without this person helping us make it all right. This person's bad. We thought they were bad. They're even worse than we thought. That's the movie. Or we thought they were good and now they're bad. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Like I've seen the movie. There's nothing. There's no. And, and the reason I would assume part of the reason is because you have 40,000 people to, to focus on. Yeah. You know, a you've got a hundred people in the Avengers. You can't get a narrative behind all of them, which is why they have these I spinoffs with the one character. Uh, that's why I like the Avengers. I thought they did a pretty, pretty decent job. And that's the thing, right? Is you don't really need in the Avengers. You don't really need to go into everybody's story because you've already seen all these movies, so you kind of know that. <sighs> but I, I'm interested to see 
obviously interested to see the Avengers Endgame film because it's kind of like the end of one thing. You know, they're going to, you can't just like continue, you know, there's, it's going to be different after that movie. So I'm interested to see where they take it. Uh, I'll be present for that movie, but I'm not. I'm not going to lie and say I'm looking forward to it. I just and you got really, Spider Man, some Gyllenhaal and the Spider Man. I, I, yeah. I just what see, the Spider Man. That's what's the first movie after End Avengers Endgame is Spider Man. What do you? Wait, there's another one. Yeah, they're making, and it's got Jake Gyllenhaal in it. He's Spider Man. No, he's the he's the bad guy. But they're using the same Spider Man as the last Spider Man. Yeah, Tom Holland. I just don't care. I think Tom Holland is a is a very underrated actor. He's a great dancer. I think he's a re- I think he's a really I think he he anyway, I think I think he's probably like one of those actors you're like, "Oh, he's fucking great." I didn't mind the last Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. Peter Spider-Man. And here's two things that happened in that Marissa Tomei. Yeah. It's Marissa it's, Tomei. It's Marissa Tomei. Mm-hmm. And uh what's his face that I love? Whose name I can't even remember right now, obviously. Oh. Hardy's twin. Oh, yeah. He wasn't in it very much, though. Huh? No, but he was in it. That's yeah. all I needed. And Bokeem, Logan Marshall Green. Logan Marshall Green and Bokeem Woodbine, who didn't have a big part either. Yeah, I Woodbine. really enjoy. Yeah, he's um, good. So, like, the movie was like, okay, it wasn't as bad. It wasn't as bad as the uh, originals, which mm-hmm. I can't even sit through. Those are terrible. But I just had enough of it. Yeah, you're over I've it. had enough of it. I liked when Garfield was in it. He's a great actor. Mm-hmm. I think he's too good of an actor to continue Spider-Man. There's nothing really there as an actor to like challenging yeah. you're flying through the air. There's a lot of graphics. But but you do this, you make a lot of money, and then you go do your I know, indie but film. we've seen this story a hundred times. It's the same fucking story. He gets spit. He gets bit by a, <laughs> a, a fucking spider, right? Yeah. It's the same. Nobody ever changed it and was like, nope, he was born a spider. Uh, he fell into a spider pit. He got eaten by a spider and spit back out. I don't know. Yeah. It's the same damn story. He gets bit by a spider. He He's this young kid. And then, oh, my God, I'm Spider-Man. Ooh, I don't know how to use my powers. It's the same thing. And it's like, oh, God, I've seen this story already. Yeah. I've already seen literally. I just saw the story two years ago, and I'm watching yeah. it again and with a different two, actor. You know, a couple years before that. <laughs> like, why are we still telling this story? Yeah. I just, they just don't do anything for me. I watch them to amuse you because you're the love of my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's going to make him happy. Yeah. So I go and I roll my eyes and I scoff. And then I watch you watch <laughs> me, especially when something stupid happens. And you make that face like she's not going to let that go. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you look at me and you smile. Yeah. So that's why I go. Your, your mid eye roll. <laughs> your amusement. Yeah. Yeah, they're fun. Pretentious amusement. That's why I go. They're fun. I, I like. I enjoy them. They're fun. So that that that's our show. So again, um, check out our actors, please. Yeah, I'll have all the links. Check out their stuffs. Yeah, and donate uh, to Cat Lindsay's page if you can, please. It's kind of an inch Cat Lindsay, right? Because you almost want to say Catlin, like Caitlin. I've never wanted to say Cat Lindsay. Her name. You know. All right. Yeah. All right. I got nothing on that. All Sorry. Right. Um, uh, shout outs to Steady Geekin, to Reality Bomb Comic Cast, to Not Up for Debate, to Perry Herovis, um, and to all you fine folks that listen to us every week. And shout out to our sponsor. Oh, wait. We don't fucking have one. <laughs> He's so angry. Yeah. Are you really bitter about that sponsor thing, huh? Well, you know, we'll get of... one one day. Yeah. We're close. When we can, when when you have time to build a website and pretend that you're another company and be like, look, these people sponsored us. Yeah, 
tutti fruity but duty.com brought to you by send four productions (laughs) (laughs) all right let's get out of here my god i have a piece of cake waiting for me Woo! Woo! we'll see you next week we have a guest next week we do have a guest next week very excited we have a guest we do so you're free of us i think you've had like three weeks of us yeah you're probably like i'm about to quit this show if you don't get a guest on soon i am audi 5000 audi thank you for sticking around thank you appreciate you Couldn't decide on a song, so we came up with this one.